What do you hear? What do you say? Serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Jingle jangle. <laughs> oh my God. Episode 122 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. It's shopping season, ladies and gentlemen. Go and get yourself a gift, and then, of course, one for your loved ones. That's right. As always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here with my boy E-Rock. What up, E? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? What's up, Z? Welcome to the show. If you're a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans. Go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, get yourself a gift that will last the whole year. Only 99 cents a month. Hey, help us keep doing what we do. And here's the thing. Do you like the show? I do. Are you a fan? Always. Then tell your friends, and they will tell their friends, and we can all be friends. Bring it up at Christmas time. Hey, guys, I listen to this great sports show. You should uh, listen to it, too. And look, we can all be friends through the whole holiday season, all the way on to the new year. Z, what's up, brother? It's been a little bit. How you doing, man? It's been a little while. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, first, I want to give a shout-out to Ivan from the uh, the Tape Never Lies uh, network over there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, hooking us up with uh, letting us borrow Ivan for a little bit. He did his job. He he over there, you know, held it down. He was worried. He's like, I can't. I'm gonna fill ease rocks, uh, big shoes. I'm like, dude, you'll be okay. You'll be all right. Uh, you're not gonna argue with me, but it's all good. <laughs> no, man, it's been crazy. You know, that's the holiday season. Uh, I was able to hang out this week with coworkers and enjoy getting to know them outside of work a little bit. Uh, you know, party over that five star. Uh, it was supposed to be downtown, and the last minute they changed it to to five stars. So it was in the okay. neighborhood. Yes, it was. You know, it was cool, chill. You know, make 15, 20 people that showed up. Um, so you know it's hard with people with families uh, to to redirect their their attention to coming to a holiday party. So kind of understand that, but you know, have some wings, pizza, cheese curds, all types of uh, <laughs> stuff that's not healthy for me. Uh, but I had a good time, man. It, it's it's one of those things that you uh, you want to do, especially your, your your first time, your first year at, at a new job. You kind of got to show face and and you know size up everybody. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's important to like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. Just so like when we see each other in the hall, because I mean, it's essentially school all over again, right? Like, oh, yeah. no matter what job you do, specifically being a teacher, but you have a whole like everyone has their group. Everyone has their department. Everyone does this. OK, who am I getting along with with each department? Right. You oh, everyone yeah. has a friend that they can go to if they need someone from that department. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that's important. Yeah. Oh, do you have a holiday party coming up soon? You know what we have? We always have holiday parties, and and by holiday parties, I mean pinball releases. So I mean we have release <laughs> parties all the time. Uh, they they there was one at uh, Logan Arcade on uh, Friday night. There's one coming up on Wednesday at I think Interium in Schaumburg. Um, so you know, uh, and I'm not sure about like a holiday official like Stern Pinball holiday party. I've heard rumblings, but I haven't seen any invitations yet. So we'll see what happens. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Oh oh, this past Thursday, I was able to go to the first annual Regulators Toy Drive over there at Output Lounge. Uh, <laughs> exactly, mount up. Uh, so I was <laughs> our friend Enrique Calderon performed, and dude, he he knocked it out of the park. He had his band there. Yeah, you know, you've been out, but you've seen the backstage. It's uh, you know, usually it was it used to be in like a little nightclub and whatever. So they had all the toys behind him. The, they had a couple oh, DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Julian Jumper Perez was was DJing earlier. Is it Julian Jumper Perez or well, whoever the dude no, is running? Julian run- Jumping Perez. Yeah, the guy yeah. that's running. Um, that guy, he was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. And uh, uh, then you know, Enrique, the running man. Yeah, Enrique closed out the uh, the night with with his band, and he did about forty five minutes uh, straight. You know, it's, it's salsa, bachata, merengue. He played it all and sang it on. Uh, it was a good time, man. It's you know, it was something for for the kids that are you know doing a toy drive, and you can't go wrong with that. Nah, man. Any anytime you can uh, give back to the kids, I mean, you know all about that. So, uh, you know that's that's a dope thing that uh, that it, it was a toy drive, right? And and yeah. its first annual gives me hope that hey, it's coming back next year. It'll just keep going and going forever. Exactly, exactly. And then lastly, bowling was able to bowl two times, two days last week, uh, and I'm still feeling the effects of it because uh, these <laughs> hips lie all the time. <laughs> first Tuesday night magic and definitely came back down to earth. Uh, those bowling gods are very fickle. I got to stop telling people what I scored every week because <laughs> it's, I went from my two hundreds back to my one forties and one sixties. So, uh, they're yeah, they're a little fickle there. Yeah. I was getting a little cocky, you know, four weeks of hitting 200. I mean, you know, for me, it's, I'm, I'm a very streaky bowler. Very yeah. streaky. I can go on a hot streak and a you know drop of a diamond, and I can go back and bowl a fucking ninety, and just you know want to like throw the bowling ball through the windshield. Not my windshield, but someone <laughs> else's windshield. <laughs> um, and then the next day, you know, because uh, most of the guys that bowl at Tuesday, some of those guys bowl around Wednesday. They're like, hey, it's our it's our last week, our season's over, but we have uh, the last day where everybody gets paid out, so it's free bowling for three hours. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, so they're like, you come through. Not everybody's gonna show up. There'll be free lanes, whatever. So I go there, and I'm bowling with some guys that I, I've been in tournaments with, and uh, um, I, you know, people I bowl with are on separate teams. Uh, we didn't have enough bowlers, so we had two lanes. There was three bowlers, so I was bowling. I think I bowled four, four and a half games within like two hours. It, oh it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that definitely did it for me, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got I got to stop doing that." Um, I am no longer a young chick anymore, so you <laughs> know a, what? Not a spring chicken. Not a spring chicken at all. There's no springs on. There's nothing but rust on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with all this cold and rain, man. It, the, yeah, the arthritis yeah. is hitting, 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 man. All right, man. How was your couple weeks? 
Uh, speaking of the hips lying, let me tell you something. Your hips are not lying to you. They're telling you the truth. They're telling you to slow down. That they, You can't do this no more. You know, he's talking about a, a spring chicken. It's been a while for that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, man, getting ready over here for the 606 holiday party. Speaking of holiday parties, we go. It's, coming, it's this upcoming Sunday, not last Sunday. And I'm talking to Stephen and Sean from the No Water on the Weekend <laughs> podcast. Uh, we get a, I get a message that, hey, I, I, I'm leaving soon. I'm running late. And I'm sitting at my sofa like in my drawers with my feet up on the table. I says, what are you late for, Stephen? <laughs> he goes, uh, oh, isn't your party today? I says, well, no, it, it definitely isn't. Uh, <laughs> and, and when he said in that group chat that he was running late, I somehow knew that that's where he was getting saying he was late for. Oh, I'm looking at the time and I'm like, nah, there's no way. There's no way. So, yeah, it is upcoming this uh, uh, weekend. So that should be a good time. And uh, I spent the whole uh, week until, uh, I don't know, sometime tomorrow, probably being banned from Facebook again. Again. <laughs> again. Again. I somehow got banned from Facebook again. But this time it was even sillier than last time. So I got banned for trying to help someone fix a dishwasher, okay? Uh It was a post with a photo of a serial number and someone saying, this is what's wrong with this dishwasher. And I, along with a lot of other people, said, hey, essentially, replace the sump and motor assembly. That's all that that, uh, it needs. There's no other fix for it. My actual comment was, pop that guy out and replace the sump and motor. Now, anyone with a sliver of a brain would know that that particular comment on a post about a dishwasher would mean remove the dishwasher and replace the sump and motor. But uh, Facebook flagged it for inciting violence because it said, pop that guy. The last time I got put into a Facebook clink was when I mentioned blowing up a toilet. So now I can't fix dishwashers or take shits. I don't know what to do anymore, man. These algorithms are completely out of control. Well, now you can't even say soda pop. (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Seriously, I, I had this. It had to be the pop and guy together. That's the only thing that makes sense. Because I, yeah. but I said blowing up a toilet too. You know what I mean? And pop is a, essentially a pop is a violent thing now. Oh my god! I mean, if this was the eighties, uh, you'd be in, in jail right now because we had the pop guns. I, I live in <laughs> Chicago. A pop is a pop. Like, exactly. what am I supposed to it's, say? It's, it's RC, right? It's RC. Are you serious? Like that's that's just what it is. You know, if I was in Georgia and I said Coke for every single flavor of soda, that's one thing. But yeah, I mean, it, it's been out of control. So, I mean, I've just been uh, working recreationally with some plants in my house. Um, and what I mean by that is okay, that my okay. boss gave me a little spider plant and uh, it set, uh, it was uh, like a seedling or like one of the offlings or whatever the hell they call them sure. uh, that come off of uh, the plant because it actually grows these long strands and you can literally see baby spider plants grow- growing from there. So he brought one, uh, someone to work and he says, hey, if you guys want them, take them. He has a couple in the office. I take one home and uh, when he gave us plants a couple weeks before i totally forgot about those they drained out in the uh shopping bag that i brought them home in nice. and those got tossed in the trash these um i put in a little uh actually it was a pint glass of water uh it was supposed to be intended for a day or two it sat there for about two weeks i just i just transferred those over into a pot a couple days ago and i see uh some offshoots already so let's see how long it takes for me to kill this thing <laughs> Oh man, you murdered plants already! Oh my god, don't put that on Facebook. You'll get was, banned was, again. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I, I gotta make sure I clarify the uh, recreational planting over here. <laughs> oh, from this point on, you're only allowed to post about TCSF and 606 media stuff, man. 
I mean, isn't that what I post most of the time anyway? Aside from just being a sarcastic ass. You know how many times <laughs> I've, I've erased the comment that I was about to say? Not because it was like anything particularly bad. I Just because like I knew that the person I was saying it to would, would be too dumb to either understand or, uh, uh, or just block that out of their brain and just say whatever they want anyway so i'm like you know what it's not i don't i'm, I'm too tired for that shit. yeah it's not worth to argue yeah it's not worth it it's not worth the argument it's also not worth getting popped because your first <laughs> <laughs> your first offense was what a couple of days and now you had a week oh well that, that was the thing is that when it, it first happened they actually flagged me for something from like 2020 it was that it was like somebody made a, a meme of of uh, trump drinking that bleach bottle when he was talking about drinking bleach to get rid of coronavirus and and i says it, it was literally i i reposted it and i put like hey you know for you know whoever thinks this is fake go ahead and ch chug your bleach or something like that and then like two years later they're like hey that was bad and i'm like are you serious that was forever ago and then they just keep flagging nonsense now oh yeah you're definitely flagged that there's no way it's, you're not to make a burner account that's what you're gonna have to do you know, I, I'll tell you what, speaking of which, uh, my guy Dream Tech, who actually gave us some of the beats that we play, I always talk about him every week. Um, he got a, a seven-day seven ban because he posted a photo uh, from his studio of a microphone, and they said it basically was supposed to be a dick. Like, he posted a photo of a dick. And I'm like, it's literally clearly a big black microphone. And they're like, that's penis. And I'm like, you guys don't understand what a penis looks like. Also, because it's a robot, they're like, hey, look, big black dark penis. That's, you know, like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, seriously, he got banned for a week over that bullshit. It's getting out of control. It is is getting super out of control. And, you know, as much as misinformation is posted on Facebook and you guys yes. are doing something that's not of that matter, you're getting flagged you know, for the doing the right thing and helping someone else with a dishwasher. Uh, next time, you're probably going to have to do it. Just go to Messenger and just fucking message them uh, and avoid the but whole it, public thing. But, but this is the worst part. It was in, a, in, a, in an appliance repair oh. group. It was in a group about appliance repair. It was a different technician because he was all for uh, appliance repair uh, repairers, right? So that's what the group was all about. It was for appliance repair techs. I've been in there for years. I don't do that work anymore, but wow. I knew exactly what the symptom was. So it was in literally a group on a photo of a dishwasher in the group of another. I mean, it was it the circumstances in which that they had to find that to be an issue is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and uh, this is why you're not to stick to podcasting and not dishwashers. <laughs> pinballs, right? Well, pinballs, hey, yeah. I haven't posted anything about balls yet, so oh. we'll see how they... <laughs> That'll get you put on real, real quick. <laughs> Pop that ball in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of balls, in this episode, we're going to check on the not-so-hot stove. Again, Facebook, a stove is a an appliance that you can cook on. I'm not saying hot is a bad thing. Please understand that. So we're going to be talking about that and all of our... Uh, all of our baseball grief that we have with these two ridiculous teams. Uh, all that plus stirring the pot and what you looking at. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I'm Big Z, and you're not. Now for today's stories. All right, E, you know, I'm going to get you in trouble here, man. I'm going to get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard you, got, you, you like getting wet. Hey, 
On roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> I like one of those things. Oh, well, Disney is officially to close Splash Mountain in January, following racial stereotype criticism for being named after the Song of the South. Okay. Yeah, I knew I knew I was going to get perk your ears up with this one. I, I've been on this ride. Uh, um, the story that it's based on is what's racist. It's about Br'er Rabbit, which is based. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but uh, I mean, if you actually go in and and understand the Song of the South and read the story and, and even like the zippity doo dah shit, um, it, it it is it is pretty fucking racist. It is. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it. People are, are, you know, I, how do we say this, woke. Uh, so they're more aware of some things, and sometimes they overreact. But this this one is one that uh, the name change is coming at a, at a great time. The ride was going to be reimagined as Tiana's Bayou Adventure from The Princess and the Frog. So I think this is the right thing to do. Uh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, culturally. And, and also, you know, some, you know you've been to Great America or these, uh, these parks Sometimes these things that you know they aged out, they they yes. they they get stale. You know, Splash Mountain. While you know Ric Flair used it in his monologues a lot, it, you know he said he got more rides than than, than Splash Mountain or, or or Space Mountain, whatever. You know, it, it, it really it's time to do that. You have to reevaluate what you have there and say, you know what, this this might have been okay in but, you know in their in their eyes at that point, but it never was okay. It, the thing is, too, is that number one, they could you could still call it Splash Mountain. There's nothing wrong with that name, right? It, it, the, the the ride itself yes. is where the the characters are, yeah. so they can call it whatever they want. Everyone's still gonna call it Splash Mountain. But number two, when you talk about being woke, quote unquote woke, all, what you're doing is you're just, uh, you know, hey, that that was shitty. Like that should have never taken taken place, and you're waking up to that fact. Okay, so call me woke. Like I don't I don't care because if you're essentially trying to right past wrongs. What's the problem with that? As long as you don't go overboard, right? That, right. That's the thing. I, I, right. I think that's what it is. But I mean, just like anything else, just like, hey, you know, you want to support this, you know, big orange bastard and, and whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay, don't don't rush to capital, right? Like, that's going too far. That's, that's like going, being, yeah, yeah. That's the exact exact opposite of, of being too woke, I guess. Yeah, the overcorrection is, is you know, Correct. Saying. like when you're Correct. driving in the snow and you're, you know, you're skidding, you don't go, you don't overcorrect. All of a all of a sudden, and you know, you end yep. up in a ditch. So, and you, uh, yeah, exactly, and, and you don't and you don't storm the capital, or you end up in a ditch. That's a prison. Congratulations! Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys. but you be you digging ditches, right? Digging ditches. Right. <laughs> all right, E. Well, I've already wound you all up, so let me tell you about two <laughs> idiots <laughs> for story number two. In the great city of Chicago, prosecutors say that two Chicago cousins stored more than two point three million dollars worth of pot inside of a South Loop storage locker, but got caught because they didn't pay the rent on time. <laughs> Idiots. Safeguard self storage 1353 South Wabash. Yeah, there's the address. There's no more weed there, so I don't care. As uh, a standing policy, if a customer doesn't pay their rent for 30 days, an employee opens up the storage locker and inventories the contents. So, prosecutor Adam uh, Samarco said Tuesday that on Saturday, the company's employee called 911 to report something suspicious inside a locker that had not been paid since October 31st. They unlocked the storage unit and cops showed up and uh, they can see it all for themselves. Hopefully they didn't take it all for themselves. So, oh, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three, okay. You know that was 3.0 million. Yeah, got, yeah we all seen training day. We all right, seen exactly. training day. Hey, yeah, exactly. There's got to be that tax. That's a finder's fee right there. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But uh, look, here's the thing. Uh, maybe sell some of that weed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pay your rent. Sell the weed. Like, what are you sitting on it for? 
again, this, this is what I'm saying. Idiots. And how do you forget? You know, you should have an auto oh, debit. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I got two point three million dollars worth of weed there. Uh, right. Did we pay the rent? <laughs> oh my god, people no. are just fucking. You know dumb. why? You, you know why they didn't pay the rent? Because they were fucking high. Because I got high. Because I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Story number three. TSA saves the day again. Yes. Again. Yeah, because we talked about TSA last week. Oh. Oh, yeah. The Transportation Security Administration found a dog inside a carry-on backpack that was accidentally, quote-unquote, sent through the x-ray. This happened at the Wisconsin airport this past week. Hold up. No, hold, hold, hold yeah. up. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think... Really, like, you know exactly what happened, right? They... Heard about that story with the cat going through the x-ray. And just like Tom and Jerry, they sent the fucking dog to go in after the cat to get the cat out of the x-ray. That's exactly what happened. I You cannot convince me otherwise. So next week, stay tuned for the mouse part. <laughs> <laughs> in Tuesday's tweet, the TSA Great Lakes shared an image of a backpack and a bin at the airport security and the x-ray, which shows the outline of a dog inside the carry-on at Dane County Regional Airport in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, TSA spokesman Jessica uh, Mayo said, confirmed to USA Today uh, that the small dog was a Dosh Hound Chihuahua mix. It was a little fucking a dog. Dachshund Chihuahua. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a little rat. It's a little rat. It's a wiener dog that makes its own sauce. Yeah, exactly. It, it, he said they said that the dog was a little skittish, so the person literally Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly. So the person uh, knew that they uh, they they alerted the the, um, the airline that they were going to travel with the dog, but the person didn't know what the protocol was. Oh, you to go through the X ray machine. So uh, they're like, "Well, I'll just put him in my carry on," and obviously the red flag. So um, people, that's two dumb stories and uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, it's way more than two dumb stories. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, let's go. To, let's go back to talk about the, uh, the what is it the uh, the alligator who ate the snake or the snake that ate the alligator. Oh, what, what do you what do you really call that? Like that sounds like a uh, that sounds like a tur- turducken for people in Alabama. Oh man, it, that sounds like you know I'm gonna get a turkey and stuff it with a chicken and stuff it with a yeah, quail that's and a stuff. Tur- that's a turducken right there. Oh the my god, chicken. You know what? You know what? What is that? Uh, like. Uh, um, a snake a gator or something like that. I mean, either way, you're getting some boots out of it and a belt and probably a wallet. <laughs> yes, yes. Talk to yeah, my friend. Talk to my friends on 26th Street. Hey, snake skin and gator skin. I mean, shit. You, I got gators with a snake skin belt. I'm ready. Let's go. You coming up right here? Put put uh, Kanye's name on it, and you'll sell billions of it. I, I just no. If I get them boots, I want the long boots that curl like so you can like tap oh, someone three no. feet. <laughs> oh no, those are so horrible. Nah, that was such a bad fad. Oh my tip, god! The tip is curled up like a Frito and shit. Oh my god! I can't believe people were wearing that and going crazy over that in Mexico. That shit was wild. Like, first of all, how the fuck do you drive with those on? You Bro, can't. Those are li- those are literal shit kickers. I mean, uh, they'll clear out the shit. I mean, for sure. That, yeah, that, that's uh, that's the work in the fields, man. That's. <laughs> oh man. Hey, what you think about last week's story about the? Uh, the golfers and the guy bit his face off bro bro the, the face off let me tell you um like how like i really want to know the circumstances who how much money did he owe him and how many yeah. times did he fuck his wife that was the questions that i had I'm, like, I'm pretty sure it was like oh i bet you my a night with my wife you don't hit this and motherfucker hit a hole in one and just obviously hit that hole in one too 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he actually like paid up on the bet. He's like, hey, my wife likes you better than me now. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Bite your nose off. It, you know, as funny as that, you know, what it reminded me of was uh the Mike Tyson story. <laughs> if that guy would have had some gummies, he would have been biting his guy's nose off. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, this is comedian Ken Gar, and I was just a guest on the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock. Big Earl E-Rock. and G-Money and a bunch of weirdos. So tune in! Hey, what's up? This is Lex Cruz from Jungle AE Recording Studios and Illinois Media School, and you are now listening to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. This is Three Up and Three Down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. All right, E, I know you you had a couple of weeks off, and um, the winter meetings came and went, and the Sox and Cubs did nothing but window shop. So let's break down MOB's hot stove, because uh, we didn't pay the gas bill, apparently. You know, let me tell you something. There is no such thing in this segment as three up and three down because there's only three down and it's three down players that I wanted on the Cubs that did not make it back to the Cubs, right? So, I mean, you're talking about like it came and went. The only thing that came was the fucking fans of, of teams like the fucking Padres, right? And the, the teams like the, the, the Phillies, all right? How do the rich get richer out here? Like you're talking about like all-star teams in Philly uh, uh, getting what? Trey Turner for 11 years, right? Yeah. Was it 300 million? 300 million. Right? Mm-hmm. 300 like, million. What, 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 what the fuck? $300 million, 11-year contract. And then you look at another team that's been stacked for a couple of years, like the San Diego Padres. And who do they get? Who do they get? Xander. They get Xander Bogarts, $280 million, $20 million short yeah, yeah. Of, of what Trey Turner got. You're talking about the rich getting richer. And you're talking about a team like the Red Sox, who should be. I don't understand. I do not understand. How the Red Sox are a functioning Major League Baseball team right now. How do you let Xander Bogarts and Mookie Betts slip away? I mean, this it's, re- yeah, it's regard it's just <sighs> frustrating because Xander Bogarts is one of those good players that you want on your team, produces year after year, great defensively, great guy. Um, somebody you want to build around. Um, you you know, obviously with the Mookie Betts thing, I don't think I think they priced themselves out of it. And since they had a losing team, they're like, Well, we might as well get something for him. Uh, but Xander, I don't understand how you let that man go. Also, 
you like you said, the rich get richer. You had Xander Bogarts who plays shortstop, and uh, San Diego does have a shortstop that had a couple of you know problems of getting injured and then uh, doing some stupid stuff, you know, on a bike, and then he right. takes some PEDs and he says, "I didn't know I could have take PEDs." Like, yeah. dude, you grew up here. You grew up here most of your life. You know exactly what you can and cannot take. And if you're not sure, they have professionals you can call at any point. Any point of the day or night, you can say, "Hey, um, can I take Excedrin?" No, you can't. Okay, cool. Right. What can I take? Take Tylenol. Take two of those, and if you have more pain, guess what? You're gonna have to come into the into the the facility, and we treat you with the doctors, and that's how you get past, uh, you know, all the protocols. At this point, they want to move him all the way into the outfield. I've never in the White Sox, you know, organization remember him playing uh, uh, outfield. So what does that tell you? That he is expendable. And mm-hmm. he's going to be on the trade market. And I'm telling you right now, the Yankees will be hot in pursuit to get him. You know what? You're, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Because, I mean, like, you know, whatever they were able to do this year, um, you know, with him not being there. I mean, l- let me tell you something. I know for a fact he was not there all year because I was sitting there watching and waiting for him to come up on my yep. fantasy yep. team all fucking year. And then just I'm like, all right, like a week away. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, um, he took some he shouldn't have taken. And now he can't do shit. And I'm like, damn it. And then what, he has another like 30 games once the season begins to, that he's going to be suspended. So, yep. I mean, look at what's going on in the uh in the Padres organization, it's just the rich getting richer, getting richer. I mean, and you look at the two teams that were in the NLCS this year. Who was there? Right? You're talking about the rich getting richer. The Phillies are definitely, I mean, they're not done. They're going to keep pushing for that championship until they get another one. Yeah. And yeah. and, and the, the same thing with the Astros. Look, the Astros took uh, Abreu right from underneath y'all because, I mean, let, let's be frank. Do you think he was – do you think that if, if the if the White Sox make the playoffs this year that, that Abreu is not on the White Sox next year? Abreu doesn't leave. If we make the playoffs, he doesn't leave because he, he's part of a winning culture. He was the man standing outside on the bench by himself at the end of every game pissed off. That we keep losing over stupid shit, whether it was the defense, whether it was the the manager, whether it was guys not running hard and playing hard. He was pissed off and you can literally see on his face the disgust game after game. And that's why he left when you had an organization that has no idea what the hell they're doing. So your brain was like, you know what? I'm out of here. These guys are winning and they're showing me they want to win and they're going to pay me almost $20 million every year for three years. Everybody's like, oh, but he's old. Yeah, but he's been producing. He's almost hitting 300 for his career and putting up 20 home runs and 80 RBIs for his career. I don't give a fuck if he's fucking 45. If he's producing at that level, you keep him. They're talking, about, oh, we're going to move the kid down. The kid's unproven. You're in a window where you're, it's time to win. We don't know what that kid's going to do the whole year. He's never played a whole year at first base. He's never had a full year of, of playing consistently. He was in and out of the lineup. We're talking about uh, 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 Sheets and, and Vaughn. We're talking about yep. two guys that are going to be playing first. Unproven. At this point, your window is literally just a bit open. The White Sox window is barely cracked open. It's letting a little breeze in because it's hot inside the house. That is it. <laughs> because the rest of it, it's hot inside the house because there's a lot of fucking hot air between Moncada, TA, uh, the fucking organization at, at, at the front office talking all, well, well, we made an offer. Hey, bro, yeah. I'm sick of I'm sick of offers, bro. This isn't eBay where you're just going to fucking bid on this. Hey, well, you know what? I, I don't want to pay that much for it. If you fucking want it, you're going to buy you're going to pay full price or a premium for it. And that's what the rest of the league is doing. 
Absolutely. And, and the problem is, is that both of these teams on both sides of town are sitting stagnant. They're not doing shit. They are not doing shit. I mean, like you look at, at what team it, you we talked about this before a little bit. The Texas Rangers, the Texas Rangers oh, are just signing them. everybody. Right. Fucking hate they got Rangers. what Mar, was that? Martin Perez. They got mm-hmm. Jacob DeGrom mm-hmm. five years, 185. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is once they do that, well, Verlander moves from the Astros over to the Mets for two years and eighty six point seven million dollars. I mean, for a, what a 40 of 38 not 39 40 year old i thought for sure number one i thought for sure verlander was, was going back to the uh, astros because i thought he wanted to run it back i thought for sure especially the way he came out last year and you know you had to remove that doubt after all the shit that went down last time they won a championship and you got his wife up there and all this shit i thought for sure verlander was gonna run it back with houston but he goes up to to uh, um he goes up to the mets and the mets are another team just getting richer and richer it's ridiculous you look at the fact that that you know la and the dodgers are kind of in a little bit of a hell right now because they're they have a lot of moving pieces uh you got what your third baseman is gone now you got uh trey turner gone so i mean like they're they're gonna have to figure it out you, you're losing some of your starting pitching you got kershaw coming back but you got what tyler anderson uh going over to the angels who, who, i don't know what what they're doing but nobody knows what they're doing yeah. but i mean overall you're seeing you're seeing the same teams move you got like Kelly, uh, kenley jansen your guy from the dodgers who went to the astros now he ends up in the, uh in boston. boston i mean up and down you're looking at other teams verlander mets uh quintana you guys could have had quintana for cheap to the mets right there i mean like it's it's crazy that we're not seeing either one of these teams really make any push whatsoever except for you know a one-year deal for bellinger and a prove it deal and then that four-year deal for tyon who was supposed to be this prospect years and years ago that's why you get him out of four years for 68 million yeah and i mean again for the white Sox, all you have is clevenger to put your hat on and this is a guy who was injured for a full season I mean, yes, you're familiar with him, and he's familiar with the AL Central, but it's a one-year prove-it deal for $12 million. That's super cheap. I'm going to tell you right now, the last time the White Sox signed a long-term deal was 2011, five-year, $65 million contract for John Danks. He had uh, he never got an ERA, ERA lower than 4.71. So in the mind of Jerry and and, and uh, um, Rick, well, Rick Hahn probably wasn't even there. It was uh, uh, Kenny. You're looking at, you know, I, I got snake bin because I trusted a guy that was homegrown and I gave him a big contract, quote unquote, for the White Sox. Uh, and that's why they didn't re-sign Rodon for big money, even though you grew him out and you let him go. And now he's available, but now you're priced out because you don't want to spend that type of money. You're looking at, um, you know, your boy that just left the Cubs, Wilson Contreras. Yep. Five years, $87 mil- $9 million. I get that we got a catcher that's that's making good money like that, but he, he is a leader. He's a that leader. Right there, that right there pisses me off more than anything else because that is a cheap ass contract. It is. The Chicago Super Cubs cheap. could not offer him that money on a cheap ass contract, so now he gets to go. For, he he leaves Chicago. He leaves the Chicago Cubs to go to our biggest rival yep. to essentially replace Yadier Molina, who he should have been for the Cubs. Yep. Period. Yep. Make that move. Hold on to your people. Yeah, like, it, I, I know that as as an actual like a, a game caller or whatever you want, he's not the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's he can block the ball, but I mean like he doesn't call a great game. But offensively, you need the offense. You flat out need the offense. Yeah, you know? he, he's definitely again. He is a cornerstone. You guys had him. You know, his rookie year was a 16th year, I believe. 
and uh, he came out and uh, after the, after you know Rossi uh, retired and he became the main catcher. Um, he has Rossi as his his manager. I mm-hmm. mean, if you're not going to learn from one of the best uh, callers uh, of, of games. You have a manager. He can learn how to call a game. He's not like an old dog you can't teach new tricks to. Gonna, what, what are they going to rely on? Fucking Jan Gomes now? You know what? I, that, yeah, you have Jan Gomes on your. I mean, he's a fine, he's look. He's a fine catcher. He he was the best catcher, a uh, uh, backup catcher in all of Major League Baseball last year. Like he he could start on pretty much any team. You know what I mean? That you need that you need a, a catcher. But I'm just saying, like it's disappointing because that was your guy. That that was your guy, and you know, again, right now we, we still have some free agents that are out there that you guys are, are courting. Uh, yeah. Whether it's Christian, Swan, uh, Vasquez, yeah. uh, Christian Vasquez just signed. Who do you, you sign know, with? Uh, let me tell you right now, because I I just saw that come across. Who I mean, like, but you gotta tell me who it is that the White Sox should be looking at right now, because that's that's driving me nuts as well. The fact that neither one of these teams are moving. Yeah, right now, I mean, I mean, I would tell you right now, I want Swans, uh, Dansby Swans. Uh, why can't I say his name today? Uh, Dansby Swanson. It would be a one person. Obviously, I would love Korea too. I mean, th- those are the two main guys that you definitely would want on your team. I mean, l- let's be honest. I wanted Contreras on our team. I want to get rid of uh, Grandral. Grandral. I don't know why I can't speak today, but that's what it is. Um, Abreu, I would have liked to see on the Cubs, to be honest with you. I, I think that that would have been a great fit for him, but I think he wants to, you know, get his bag and win at the same time. Um, I, I would love to see Abreu hit, you know, 40 bombs coming out of Wrigley because right. he loves playing there because it's a small ballpark, and especially in the, in the daytime, uh, that ball just, you know, it jets out of there, and, and that was his type of, of ballpark because he hits line drives. Um, another player that I wish the White Sox would have went after, you know, uh, would have been, uh, um, what is his name? Yeah, Q. Two years, $26 million. Yep. Yep. You know, you, you put him in the back of the rotation. Yep. You know what he's yep. going to get. Yep. He's going he, to he, sit there and eat innings like yes. he's been the last couple of years. Yes. I think he was on the Brewers. I know he was with, he was Pirates. with the Mets. He was with the Pirates just eating innings and just staying an active major league uh, uh, pitcher doing exactly what he does. He's reliable. You know exactly what you're going to get from him. Yeah. So, I mean, right now you're looking at outfields. Everybody's talking about Joey Gallo. I do not want Joey Gallo. That dude hits like 071, another DH. We don't need that in, in, in with the White Sox. I mean, that's the problem with the White Sox. They do a lot of, uh, let me get this DH or reclamation project. Uh, let's see, 25 agents still standing. I mean, again, okay, I, I still don't I see anybody who we're going to get. There's a player that you wanted that you didn't get, and it was Brandon Nemo. Oh, that was Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Wait, well, he, he got a lot of money for for what he, he's been producing. He's been injured a lot. Um, I don't think he's worth the money that he did get, though. Do you? I mean, not not really, but I mean, again, the, what this is free agency. You're You're – Overpaying at free agency. That is literally the name of the game, right? So, I mean, the, he gets eight years, $162 million to go back and, and uh, stay with the Mets. Look, I mean, that that's where he played. It, it's a lot easier to take that money when I already live there. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to get up and move. Yeah. You I don't know. have to a new place. And you're going to give me a bunch of money. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> no, I hear like, you. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like, are you are you thirsty? Eh, not really. You want a beer? I, I mean, like, I'm not going to take say one. No. <laughs> I'll take one. No. Right, like I'm a shit. You want to give me one? I got one. You know that's how it works. So there's just it, it feels like there's a lot of stagnant uh, movement uh, coming on both sides of uh, both sides of town. Um, another player that the Mets brought in was uh, right-hander Kodai Senga. 
a Japanese player. They gave him a five-year, $75 million contract. Um, he is the prize pitcher of Japan, and he is a part of that uh, free agent spending frenzy that has rocketed the Mets payroll past previous records. Um, I was looking earlier, and, and I couldn't, like, the numbers that I was looking at on these on these uh, uh, payrolls and the uh, um, the league average for what these, these players are getting paid right now, it is nuts. Um, the Cubs are at like 104 million on the payroll, which is low right now. Yeah, that's like league average right now. It's it's really bad to tell you the truth because if I if you look at what the White Sox could have done, um, you, you look at you know they're they're a couple years too late. You know they're they're a dollar short all the time. In 2019, Bryce Harper signed for 13 years, 330 million with the Phillies, right? So he's making twenty six million a year. These guys are now making forty million a year. Look at Judge's contract, and then his contract mm-hmm. drops down to twenty two million a year for the, the last three. When he's he's in a he's a be at what thirty six at that point. So that's going to be a super cheap contract at that point for that caliber of a player. Springer in twenty one signed six years for one hundred and fifty million with the Blue Jays. So I, and and here's the thing too is that I was looking at those numbers too and most of those are are heavy back end deals right so like the first uh, the first couple seasons um, they're only making I I forget who oh it's Tatis I looked at like his first I think this last year he made like seven seven million and then next year it's like ten million and yeah. eleven million like the last four seasons when he's like you know late twenty or late thirties um, it goes to like thirty six million a year so I mean a lot of these deals are back ended and that you know they figure okay hey if you last this long this is your money i mean we're gonna have to if you get traded somebody's gonna have to pay you some money correct contract you know what i mean shit i I think something i saw something today where the uh in the the trey turner's year age 41 season or whatever it is they uh uh, the mets will still be paying bobby 73 at that time so i mean like hey you make your money um but yeah i mean some of these payroll numbers let me take a look here so, I mean, right now, uh, going into the 2023 season, uh, the Mets with their 40-man roster, uh, I mean, their roster at 40 with a, a 26-man payroll, 253 million seven hundred fifty-eight thousand three hundred thirty-two dollars okay? Then you go down to the Mets with 207 million, Phillies 175, Padres 172, and the Braves at 162. Uh, Dodgers are actually in seventh at 152, and the Cubs are at uh, 14th with 104. And you know what the Cardinals are at? 115. And that the difference right there? That's a one. Wilson Contreras is the difference between the payroll of those two teams right now. Mm-hmm. But that also tells you that they have money tied up in guys like. Um, uh, who's a damn pitcher? I, I just saw him on there. The, the pitcher that they signed last year, Marcus Stroman. You got Stroman's owed a lot of money. Yeah, Stroman's yeah. owed a lot of money, and then they got Seiya. So they, there's a couple of players that that they owe money to. But even at that point, you're still at 104 million. So you're literally league average right now because that's a, a what 101 uh, million is league average. Yeah, unless Why you're are you not spending that money. I don't understand. The Sox, even the Sox are, are more than a Cubs right now. The Sox are 139. Yeah, one thirty nine because you put a, a lot of a lot of stock into those young players, uh, Robert and, and you know Eloy and you know Tim and Moncada. All got if pi- even, paid early at a cheap. If you look at their contracts, they're they're relatively cheap. They're very to the cheap. Rest of the market. Yeah, the White Sox picked up the option to Anderson. And it's super cheap for a shortstop of his production. Um, if you look at what we need, we need a second baseman and we need possibly two outfielders. Uh, left left of available at second base, you have Adam Frazier, Josh uh, Josh Harrison. Cesar Hernandez, who we used to have, 
Josh Harrison too? Yeah, that too, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Odor, Villar, Chang, per, uh, Peraza, Alberto, O Wings. Yeah, I mean, I love Wings, but not O Wings. And problem. Walton. So, I mean, all these guys are not worth it. They're, they're, they're nothing that you should be, you know, excited about. I mean, and unless one of these guys is going to turn into a, a, a switch positions at shortstop, like Swanson, Andrews, Iglesias. Even Danny Mendick is up there. Anderson Simmons, uh, yeah, Gonzalez and Gregorius. Those guys ain't switching positions at this point. I think Danny Mendick's proved that he can hit and field, and he'll probably pick up a, a backup spot on a winning team. But there's nobody there besides Swanson and Correa, and and probably maybe. I mean, do you want to take a chance on Iglesias? I mean, you can. Well, shit. At this point, what is it? <laughs> I mean, literally, at this point, you're throwing shit against the wall and see if it sticks. I mean, for the White Sox, I mean, I mean, unless you're gonna go with the young kids and bring somebody up from the, from the minors, but there's nobody in second base that that would be exciting to bring up right now. I, I don't think they're even ready. Um, anybody at the, well, your third baseman is pretty solid, but I mean, would you take a Justin Turner at, at the age of 38 or a Longora? <laughs> You know what I mean? It, yeah, that, and that's the thing is that those those that's the position where the old man plays, right? That's, oh yeah, that's third or, or first. You know what I mean? Like you're not you you don't have to worry about you know getting your ass over there too quick. You'll get there eventually. The fat guy, <laughs> old guy, plays third base, right? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean, unless you have a prospect like Chris uh, Chris Bryant, but he can play outfield anyway. Unless unless you're talking about a guy like Nolan Arenado, who is just a very good you know third baseman. That's why he wins Gold Gloves. You know. Yep. So I mean, that's what it is, but. I mean, like I, I, a team like this right now doesn't need a 38 year old player, a 39 year old player that those guys are the guys that perfectly fit on the fucking Dodgers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Why, so who, who who is coming up on the Dodgers where they don't need Turner anymore? Because he's been a very important piece to them winning championships. Yeah, they got rid of both Turners and they got rid of Peterson. Yeah. They got rid of like a bunch of players that have come up to their system. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the Mookie Betts contract. Uh, where they're going to turn over these big contracts away because um, they, they feel like, you know what, we've got to get younger. we got to get uh, more production. we got to do more of a long term. They're probably going to take a step or two back now that with San Diego, you know, snapping and yes. buy, buying a bunch of free agents. But as we've seen time and time again, sometimes that, does, that doesn't always equate a winning, a winning team or winning uh, a championship pedigree. How many times have we seen the Mets and, 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 and the Padres do this year after year? They, they, uh, the, the, the Mets, the Mets have, see, here's the thing. The though, Mets haven't is, won anything since what? what the Subway you, Series? That's what I'm saying is you, got, you got to look at recent vintage because you can't, you, you go back in time, it's it been traditionally the Yankees and the Dodgers to get all those players, right? So now you're seeing teams that play against the Yankees and the Dodgers finally saying, I'm tired of this shit. I'm going to yeah. do it myself. Yeah. And that's what the Mets are doing. And that's what, uh, uh, that's what the Padres are doing. And that's what the Boston Red Sox did to finally get over the hump. Right. So like, that's what you did. You had to build an all-star team to get past those guys. Um, or, or you could do it the homegrown way, like the Rays do. And they just like somehow find all these guys. You're like, Hey, uh, everyone, you know, let's go scout, uh, you know, uh, DR and Venezuela and bring every, everyone over here. Like you don't speak English. It doesn't matter. You'll never, learn you live in florida you're good so like they just come on <laughs> they bring them over and all of a sudden they got this all-star team full of nobodies you never heard of it's like the you know the the all latin america uh all-star team and they go up there and what they do they beat up on the yankees and they beat up on the red sox they don't do much when it comes to the time to the playoffs i mean but they do it you know so the, what you're seeing is a retaliation by teams that have have been uh 
tired of dealing with Yankees bullshit and with the Dodgers bullshit. And you're seeing other teams come up to, uh, you know, like I said, if you can't beat them, shit, dude, beat them, but beat them at their own game, I guess. Yeah, you, I mean, at this point, what, uh, how much did the Mets spend already? 350, 360 million? All this of it. Year? They spent all the money. Like, you had more money? They're like, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, mean so fire up the printer. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't. Uh, you know who, who's really happy about that is our friend Anthony Fuentes. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to have to go buy, buy a Mets hat. I'm going to buy a Mets hat. I'm going to buy a Mets hat just so I can go take a picture with him because I know he's fucking ecstatic right now, especially since the Jets are in the playoff hunt as well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, hey, that, that's a hell of a time to be a Mets and a Jets fan. Right, the second tier teams. I get, I, I can well, we, relate. Well, we, <laughs> we need to have him come back and so he can, uh, you know, talk shit all about that. Give him a, uh, give him a platform to speak all his shit on. Oh, definitely, I'll definitely book him for the next in a couple couple weeks. I get him in before the end of the year. Um, I'm looking at left fielders right now because uh, you know the White Sox need one because they have Spider Man that's going to be DHing most of the time. I, I swear to God, that's a marketing ploy right there. Dress them up as Spider-Man as a bobblehead, and people will come in droves. There'll be forty-five thousand people at the uh, U.S. Cellular or the Guarantee Rate or whatever the fuck you want to call it these days. I, I'm really pissed off at the White Sox, as you can tell. So if I'm overdue dogging them, but look at not fielders, Joey Gallo. I I don't I don't need another reclamation party that, project, you know. But no, but what are you, what are you talking, about? dude? That is exactly what the White Sox love. That they, they they're like, hey, did you have a lot of potential once? Dallas Keuchel, come on over. I got a spot for you on the bench. <laughs> That's exactly what happens with these teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way. Andrew That's ben- a Reinstorf move. Yeah, it is. Uh, Andrew Benintendi, I would love to have him. Love, to, love him, love him. But they're not going to buy him. I don't. They're not going to get him. Uh, Profar, maybe. Fam, a little too old. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. Yeah, center fielders. Nemo's out, out the picture now. Uh, hey, listen, if, if Tommy Pham comes over to the White Sox, I might have to buy a shirt that just says Pham on it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, that reminds me of my guy, uh, uh, Mike One. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. There's Billy Hamilton's only 32. I thought that dude was 42. He's well, yeah, yeah, because because that, that dude, let me tell you something. At 32, he probably looks the same as, as he did when he was 18, and he's going to look the same when he's 72. Right, like he's he's thin. He's got the dreads. They're just gonna be longer. Like he's gonna be that same. He's gonna be that cat sitting on the side of the side. Oh, it wasn't a show back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Going to right field, which we need to. There's nobody out there. Will Myers? No, no, thank you. Michael Conforto. That's an interesting name. That's the name yeah. that the guy who didn't play for a whole year after an injury. Um, the White Sox who were feeling him out. Maybe we him in this year. Maybe not. And he had like two two different injuries where he missed a whole year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he he missed the, the COVID year for an injury and then had another injury that took him out the whole year. Uh, but you're looking at Michael Conforto, who's only 30 um, and hasn't played in two years. So you can say, what, he's 28 in baseball years? I don't know. I don't know what you want to say. But, I mean, I, I take a, that's one person I would take a fly around because he had he was having such a good season before he got hurt and he's only yeah. 30. You maybe give him a one- or two-year deal. And, and plug right field, and then with with left field, you can put in you know Vaughn over there and, and Spider Man and Larry Garcia who plays every damn position. Larry, <laughs> anybody you want out of these lists, man? Um, I want to talk about uh, who I, I want to talk specifically about the, who the Cubs didn't get, and I want to talk about who they have in the minors that I think they're waiting on. But I'm going to do that next segment. Oh, you're going to do that next segment. All right, let me finish it off this segment then with the White Sox. They actually uh, did add somebody. They added Def, 
this past Friday, signing Victor Reyes to a minor league deal. Surprise, surprise. Bring out the streamers. From the Detroit Tigers, who outright Reyes on November 10th, and he opted to become a free agent after rejecting his AAA assignment. Reyes' deal with the White Sox includes a non-roster invite to spring training. Uh, Reyes becomes the leading candidate to fill Chicago's fourth outfielder spot because they cut Adam Engel, who was having a pretty good season until Tony got here. Uh, switching outfielder can play all three outfield positions, obviously, because he's got he needs a job. And uh, he's well above average arm, but the Venezuelan doesn't come close to matching the speed and defensive capability of Adam Engel. I just said that. Uh, Victor Reyes' addition to the White Sox, uh, to the 40-man roster. So they have a lot of people on there. Uh, you know, they non-tendered Engel. Pollock opted out of his contract. Eloy's going to take over at the age. You're looking at Vaughn. He's going to return to his natural position at first. Huh? Pollock just left. <laughs> Who left? AJ Pollock was like, fuck this. I'm out. You, yeah, fuck yeah, he did. He was one of those guys with, with you know, with him and the, the other two pitchers, we have uh, Lance Lynn and, and, and uh, the slider uh, getting pissed off at the Latin guys because they're just fucking fucking around in the, in the clubhouse laughing it up. And it's like, motherfuckers, we just lost four fucking games in a row. Why are you guys all happy? You know, they called them out. And that's that's probably what Pollock left. He said this. This clubhouse is not is not doing what it's supposed to do. It was it was a really fractured clubhouse, and people don't they don't report that a lot, but it really was. You know, uh, you know who would have uh, fixed that? Lazi, AJ Hinch. That oh no, AJ Hinch. We would have we probably would have won the uh, AL championship. We, I know you called that a while ago. I've been seeing that shit for three years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Rick Conn's over here sitting his fucking hands, not doing shit. And he look he, I, I still. First of all, the fact that he, it sounds like he got to pick a manager this time is amazing in itself, okay? But I mean, like, who in the fuck, who, who is who is signing with this guy knowing that he has no autonomy to get who he wants? Like, that, it's all going to be reclamation projects. Yes. It's all it is because you look at what happened with that organization last year. Everyone on God's green earth knows that 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 uh, managerial hire of Tony La Russa had nothing to do with the GM whatsoever. So, I mean, like, they're like, well, why am I gonna even going to deal with you when I have to sit there? I'm not negotiating with the GM. I'm negotiating. You're a puppet for this guy over here. Yeah. I want to pull back the curtain and talk to Oz. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, you're looking at the guy that he hired it was Pedro Grafal, and I'm like, okay, he's a good baseball lifer. That's great. Oh, well, what you said was who? Yeah. That's what you said. Let's be honest. I did. I did. I had to Google his shit three times, and that's because I kept misspelling it. <laughs> I mean, and I did my research, and he's, he's a baseball lifer. He's one of those guys that will. He's a Ricky Renteria. He's going to teach the guys. Swim. <laughs> Seriously. He's a what? Remember Dale Swain? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's who yes. he is. Yes. From Kansas City. Yeah. Dale Swain, here you go. Yeah. Who? Exactly. Exactly, yeah. E-U-E-M. Come on, man. Yeah, I, no, it cut out. I couldn't hear you. Um, <laughs> fucking Zoom. So uh, pretty much what I'm saying is like, this guy's a, another reclamation project. Like, hey, we're going to give you a shot after we missed on AJ Hinge. Yeah, well, the guy that, that he really wanted, you know, handcuffed him. Too late, three years too late, whatever it was. Exactly, and this is why I'm telling you right now: if, if the White Sox are not doing well at the trade deadline, you fucking blow it up all over again, and you fucking fire everybody from head to fucking toe, sell the fucking team. I don't give a fuck. I'm tired of fucking losing. I want to be the Mets. I want to fucking go out there and just go for broke and spend all my fucking money to go see a game 
because we have a fucking all-star team like the Dodgers, the Yankees, now the Mets, fucking Padres. The fucking Padres are spending money. But Texas. What do, you, what do you think there? Because we know what the Cubs revenue is. And I mean, here's the thing you got to remember about the Cubs. I mean, despite the fact that they did all that work outside and, uh, uh, you know, with Gallagher Way and all, all the shops and everything that was put around there, that's not all paid for by the Cubs. You have stores that operate. You have restaurants that operate out of there. The, I know that the uh, there is a restaurant owned by the Cubs. I know that the hotel is owned by the Cubs. But other than that, you have other retailers renting space there. And that's how, you know what I mean? E- even though you got the clubs, the Cubs clubhouse and all that stuff, these other vendors are paying to ha- have their space there, right? So you're making some money off of that. And you better be making a lot of money off of that, considering the fact that, like, the amount of money that you've already put into this project. Now, we know that the attendance dropped quite a bit for the for the Cubs this year, like the lowest it was in, like, 15 years or whatever, for good reason. Because, you know, you're seeing that, you right now it was a lay down year everyone was like well it's it's to see what happens here it's the exact same thing that we're dealing with with the chicago bears right now let's see what happens let's see which one of you guys pans out and some will and some won't right we saw that we saw that with schwindel we saw that with with, uh with a he wizzy pet wisdom right so we're kind of going through it right now but the problem is is that the the white Sox did all this work to build a homegrown team and it's just not clicking and and there's i'm gonna tell you the most interesting thing that's gonna happen this upcoming season is the fact that you have lost your leader in the clubhouse in abreu and i i think i talked about about it before about tim anderson having to be the guy that steps up but here's the the kicker right here ready yeah how much spanish does uh ta speak i want to know i mean he's had to learn some in passing right uh, dame la pelota. That's probably yeah. what he knows. And uh, right. tacos. La pelota. Like that's that's all. That's cool and all. And that's like you know, it's a cute parlor trick. But here's the thing. What what is the percentage of players, especially your position players that are of Latin descent? And Abreu was the elder statesman there, and he was supposed to be that key to all these young Hispanic guys coming from Venezuela and DR and all these other places, right? He's gone. You got all the Cubans on that team. Hey, so what are you, what are you going to do? Are they going to respect and listen to TA and let him be the leader? Or, or are they going to have to sit there and you got what you got? You got some money, Grandal? You know, what, what, what cachet does he have with that team? Just None. that he's old? None, because he's never there. He's always hurt. It, it, what, they're, what the White Sox are counting is that Peter Griffel is going to be a great communicator. And he's going to bring this team together. I'm going to tell you right now. These guys are set in their ways. They don't fucking hustle. They don't play great defense. And they pout like fucking two-year-olds when they don't get their way. And it, it feels like this team is, is made up of a bunch of guys who were told they were the best forever. And then yes. because you might have some fucking, you know, a dirt farm, right? They came out and they had a stick and no shoes and a, and a soda can or a pop can. Thank you very much. You that go. they were hitting down the block, right? That was their whole baseball training. And they just happen to hit that that can the farthest, you know what I mean? And then they get down to one of these uh, baseball academies that MLB has set up, and they make all this money, even though it's not that much money. And yeah. they, they they their shit don't stink no more. Yeah. So instead of playing like a team, they're playing like different entities who happen to be on the same team. Yeah, last we talked about that last week, where you had these guys who, uh, like you said, they, they were told their shit doesn't stink. They they came up to the ranks really fast, and they were the next coming. They were the next coming. And guess what? The White Sox like, well, you know what? We don't want to pay everybody. We don't pay people in free agency very well. So let's secure the bag now and, and have them for long term for super cheap. And guess what? If it works, we're fucking geniuses. But guess what? That fucking bag just exploded and you got shit all over your face, Rick Hahn. 
So guess you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Okay. They went to the Verizon store and they wanted to get that brand new that brand new iPhone, right? But they said, nah, I'm not paying like you know what two grand for a new iPhone. I'm gonna go check out Boost Mobile because Boost Mobile, you know, they, they, they hook you up. You got that like iPhone like device, like it's not quite an iPhone, but it's like a like an iPhone with an I F O N E. It's very similar, <laughs> but it's just like it's like iPhone adjacent, right? It's not quite an iPhone. And then they're like, well, you know, well, what's your cellular service? Oh, we just leech off of the other towers. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that's kind of okay. Mm, yeah, let me see. All right, you got any baseball players that are exactly like that? Because that's what I want. I want all of them. I don't want that Verizon shit. I don't need the whole plan, right? I'm not. I'm, you're not sucking me up in a two year plan for all that money i'll take that shit on the side right like did he just return that phone i want that one right there that one that he returned he dropped it it don't matter it's cool i'll take the crack screen all that shit that is how they shop yeah they they they, they really do shop at the thrift store uh with the broken toys with one arm the paint's coming off the fucking no, man see here it's not even a thrift store and i'm gonna tell you from experience the, thr the thrift store you find some shit that people didn't know what they had right and it, it, if the example you could use there is if they had someone that they were not playing that was very good and they sent him off to another team and they're like, all of a sudden he blossomed. How come the White Sox didn't know about that? No, 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 no. That did they, happen. Tatis. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, that, that was a desperation move, but they knew how good he could be, right? That's the difference. The difference is, is that they're not even going after that shit because they're just trying to do what they can with what they got. That's the difference. And they Even if you shit. got the money, you don't want to... What? Yeah. Yeah. Why, am I, why am I this revved up over a team I don't even root for? Because <laughs> it's still Chicago at the end of the day. Especially when you're going to go ask for a permit from the city of Chicago so you can build a fucking bar out there and try to be like Wrigley. But that won't put that money back into the fucking team. Uh, okay. M make it make sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more three up and three down. This time we'll break down the cups right after these messages. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to No War on the Weekend, new episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots, so let's kick it back over to Big Z and E-Rock. No War on the Weekend. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh yeah. Welcome back to three up and three down. And now let's talk about the inaction of the uh, Northsiders because uh, I just almost had an aneurysm trying to figure out what the fuck the White Sox are doing. <laughs> so don't even get me. Let's let's. Let, I'm gonna try to bring out my blood pressure and uh, breathe when I talk about these Cubs because right now I'm looking at two guys that should be on the Chicago three three. 
three guys three that should guys. be on the Chicago Cubs that are not on the Chicago Cubs, and there are three names that I mentioned, two at least that I, I mentioned a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Xander Bogarts. How the hell you didn't go? Like, Correa's still out there. And that's how, last year when he was the one, right? He, the twins gave him that, that weird ass like one year let's see what happens deal really just he had to sit there and rot and watch his old team and his replacement win the world series yeah and win the world series mvp while he sat there and i remember a specific moment i believe it was in the playoffs because the twins were out of it he joined the studio group a crew and he had to interview uh pena during the during the one of these uh, uh the playoff appearances and i'm like man how salty has he got to be to be just left that team and they win the world series you know it's crazy because you know it, all stories you know in the middle of the season it's like oh yeah he's practicing with us he goes you know on his days off he calls us and we're doing all this stuff with the twins all the young guys are loving him and like he's telling them he's coming back and then the world series happens he's like motherfucker the grass isn't greener on the other side. You know, he went to take the bag and you don't get a championship. So it's, it's either one or the other. You're either going to take the bag and get the money, you know, like uh, Scherzer did in New York, or you're going to go try to win a championship. You know, Scherzer's at the, at the end of his career. So you understand that. But Correa is in his prime right now. So he opted out. And he's like, all right, let's see who can pay me. And I can take a little bit of, of a cut but can I win somewhere or can I build a winning culture around me? Yeah. And that's the thing is that if you look at the list of the shortstop free agents that were available, right? You got your Trey Turner, you got Xander Bogarts, you got Carlos Correa, and you got Dansby Swanson. Mm -hmm. Swanson and Correa are still out there, right? Sign them both. Uh, Correa is the youngest. Correa is only 28, right? So you're talking about a guy that should be going into the prime of of his career right now. Oh, yeah. sitting there and sitting there and sit there and you look at like i said what the padres are doing well hey we we have an all-star all-star uh caliber shortstop let's go ahead and and take another one and replace him and figure out what we're gonna do with that shit later let's stack our chips instead of like you know well i don't know man um um you know you go go ahead and take my chips nope stack your fucking chips and we're not seeing uh, it's 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 wild to to not see any movement. I'm not surprised about White Sox not making a lot of movement because that's kind of how their their track record is, right? But we've seen the Cubs make hits, right? Even when they went after a guy like Jack Peterson, trying to make sure that you continue and to fill out that roster, and 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 when they went out and got uh, uh, um, who am I thinking of right now? Lucky Cabrera. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Uh, Jason, when when the Cubs uh, hired, uh, brought in Jason Hayward, who just signed a, a minor league deal with the Dodgers, yep. and like literally half of that, you know, twenty sixteen team, John Lester, John Lackey, like all these guys that they that brought in as free agents, and now it's like they're sitting on their hands, they're waiting to see where the other shoe's going to drop. Well, pretty soon, pretty soon, he's going to be running uh, running out of shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, look at Bogarts, who's the Cubs should have had. There's there's no reason I couldn't went after him. Right? Yep. You got Trey Turner who went over there and joins the Phillies, the rich getting richer, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're sitting here and we're looking at the guy that I've been talking about for a year and a half now and Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras, who, like I said, left 
the Cubs to go be Yadier Molina's replacement, who he should have been for the Cubs. He should have been our Yadier Molina, and I've said that several, several times. And the amount of money that he got for that small amount, five years, okay? What is it, 80-something million? Like, he's not, he's making like $10 million a year. It's, it's ridiculous. Okay? Now you just lost Christian Vasquez because he got a three-year deal with Minnesota. So who the hell knows what they're going to do because they just let Gary Sanchez walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Okay? You look at the, what are you going to do with catcher? Okay? Like I said, what are you gonna, Jan Gomes is going to be your guy? You got uh, Miguel Amaya and Jan okay. Gomes. Okay. Amaya's your young buck. He's 23, 62. I, I, know Amaya, I know Amaya, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't you, I, I don't know, you allow that guy to come up in the system, right? Unless you think that he's ready now. Is that what's going, do you think that they have enough faith in this young guy to know that he'll be able to step in and, and be productive in, in a year? Not, a, not no way, no way. That kid is not ready yet. You got to learn under the toolage of one of the veterans. And I mean, Jan Gomes is a veteran that can teach him a lot of stuff, but I don't think he's the guy. Like, you know, you had David Ross, who who, who was your main catcher, and then you had, you know, Contreras underneath him. He learned a lot from a guy who was at the end of his career. Jan Gomes is still still playing and still doing his thing. I mean, I, I don't think that they have faith in him, but also, like, I don't see the Cubs signing one of these uh, free agent catchers that who is out there for free agent catchers i think we talked about that like there's really not much out there yeah you mean you got gary sanchez like i just mentioned uh you got george alfaro who's 30 years old tucker barnhart is 32 uh jason castro old man 36 roberto perez is 34 Mm -hmm. Uh, austin hedges is out there at 30 years old sandy leon is is uh 34 i would say omar navarez that yeah. he's got some pop yeah. in his bad he can he, 31 years old he can call you know? a game he, he's calls really yeah. good games so i mean and it, and it's not like the cubs have been shy about bringing in a guy like that before so i mean like if you're looking for someone to be around because i mean that's a pretty long list when you look at like who has who has major league uh, uh eligibility and can't go back to the minors that's what your free agents are essentially right yeah so i mean like you know you look at that list going up and down omar navarro's will be your only option if you're trying to pair him off with someone like uh, Jan Gomes just for the, the for just for the season, you know what I mean? You can give Omar Navarro's two years and, and feel okay about that. Yeah, I'm over here looking at the uh, Cubs minor league system, and it, you know they, it gives you uh, their position and their estimated time of arrival, their ETA. You're looking at. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for a catcher, Miguel Amayas for for next year. So they have him projected to be on the opening day roster, um, yeah. and that's the only other that's the only catcher that's on there. Do you have another catcher? But he doesn't look like. He'll be ready until 2025. Moises Ballesteros. Ballesteros. Yeah. That, guy's, that guy's only 19 years old. Um, is that, is that Was that part of the uh, U Darvish deal? I'm not sure. Because, you know, they, they they traded for 17 and 18-year-olds, and it's been a couple years. But I don't see anybody there. And, you know, the free agent market is pretty dry. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think that... Uh, Letting Contreras go was the be- the best idea moving forward. When you said you're going to spend money and being competitive, that is not a, a move that that looks like it's going to be competitive. I mean, the thing is, is that again, I think shortstop is the biggest need of concern because you look at uh, what they have coming up in the in the majors and what they what they don't have right now. Who's major league ready? Right? You got guys like Brennan Davis and and uh, Canario who look like they're going to be coming up. You know, this upcoming season. So you're you should be okay when you're filling in outfield spots. You yes. lose uh, Hayward, but you got Saya and you got Ian Happ, so you should be good there. And bringing up Davis. You know what I mean? Like you just you should have enough talent there to be able to, and you also have Christopher uh, Christopher Morel, who's been uh, who really came up last year and did really well. 
Um, you got a couple of pitchers coming up when you look at, you know, who should be ready this upcoming season. Uh, Hayden Wesniski, uh, Caleb Killian and Ryan Jensen all look like they should be coming up this year. Um, and, you know, you're talking about the guys that are already 25 years old, you know, so mm-hmm. I mean, like we're looking at 20. We re- Realistically, you want your guys to come up when they're in their 23, 24 year old season, right? Because that, okay, hey, you're ready. We knew you were ready, right? Um, but yeah, Miguel Amaya is only 23. So, I mean, it looks like next year should be when he's going to be coming up. And, uh, you know, when you look up and down who is actually sitting in the minors, you got a guy like Pete Crow Armstrong, yes. who's been fantastic. That's the guy right there to really look for because when he comes up, um, I'm wondering how they're going to figure out the end of the outfield. What? Because Ian Happ, I think, has one year left on his deal. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. So, you know, you got him and you got Ke- Alcantara right there. Yep. Kevin Alcantara right there, baby. So they're, they're lurking right there. And Alcantara is a big kid, 6'6", 188. I mean, like. So, I mean, we're talking about your outfield. You have such a, a plethora of outfielders, of young outfielders uh, on your on your roster now, now and coming up. So you're going to have a lot of guys pushing up against that glass ceiling. And you're going to have a lot of competition. And it's going to be like, hey, are you producing? No? Okay, cool. Then we'll send you down because you still have options. And we're going to bring the next kid up. And you have that ability to, to show out. All right, here you go. You're at the show. Show me what you got. And guess what? You have that the capability of like, all right, these I can't keep all of them. So now you have that ability. You have currency for a trade and get yourself a veteran on the, on the pitching staff or maybe fill a hole after an injury. You're going to have that currency to, to get yourself even better. Because I'm looking at your outfielders, and you have a bunch of good outfielders that showed up at the end of the season. Because I was watching Cubs baseball because it was way more exciting than it was for the White Sox. And let's be honest. I'm telling you, last last year I watched a lot of Cubs game because it was exciting to watch these kids ball out and show what they got and going for They were excited. I mean, yes. you look at what was the difference between the Cubs uh, record and the Sox record at the end of the day? Not much. What, five games? Not much. Not much. And that, for a team that literally, like, sent everybody away. Everyone, you go, you you're gone. Every fucking body. They've got Ian Happ and Contreras, and that and that was it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, look, Brent, you got Brendan Davis coming up soon, uh, and and we talk about PCW. I talk about how good he's been. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you look at the, uh, you still got Ed Howard out that there. That was my next question. Um, and then Christian Hernandez is another guy, but he's only 19 years old. He's in like rookie ball right now. So I mean, like there are um, a lot of interesting things that are going to be in the in movement because who is going to fill these spots that they need that's the question yeah that's confusing because i mean i think nico Horner did a a pretty good job but i still think that you know you have to replace him with someone even better um is it going to be one of the rookies that comes up is going to be ed howard is he mlb ready i mean they're projecting for 24 i thought he should have been up last year but he didn't got then he got hurt um he would have been up last year without the injury because they they brought up all the kids to see what they had but I, I don't know what his progress is at the moment, but he is a ranked 20th right now. Uh, he's lower than Kevin Maid. And I don't, did Kevin Maid play this year? I, I didn't. I don't remember seeing him on the field this year. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not familiar I'm with I'm not him. familiar with the name, so I don't think he came up. So right now you're looking at, you know, your Nico Horner as your starting shortstop. Uh, and I don't really think that that's enough. Again, at, also at second base with Nick Madrigal not staying healthy year after year. Um, and he's no longer Nicky two strikes for you. And he's a uh, Nicky ground out and strikeout. Now let me tell you something. I'm done with Madrigal. You can have me. I don't care what he does. Uh, I, like I, I, I don't have the patience to deal with him. I feel like he's a he's a 
he reminds me of Tyrus Thomas, where like he doesn't understand how to properly control his body when he goes after the ball. Uh, Tyrus Thomas had this problem where he would jump too high for the rebound and then like catch it in his chest. And I'm like, you were like fucking eight feet in the sky. Like you need to figure out how to jump properly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, and he just he, he had a weird thing around the basket. But uh, but you know that that's what I feel about Magical. Like you see him like drift over. He takes weird angles sometimes. Like and he just like he he has like these little tiny baby hands. Like this little carny that came out. And just he's like, all right, I unhook the the tilt to world. Now let's go out play some baseball like you little fucking weirdo like go away like it, it was so promising when you were first with the white Sox, and you just flamed out enough to be traded for a guy like uh, kimbrell like and 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 the the Sox had no problem getting rid of you either no they no were, here we go no they they, oh, they saw exactly what was on field yeah they saw exactly what was on the field and and they knew that that was a tradable chip that you know you guys needed a need and uh you, yeah. you to be honest with you you still won that trade because you got cody hoyer out of it and cody hoyer is going to be a stud for you i know he's he listed as a relief pitcher but he can be a starter and i think that's something that that you guys should look at as cody yeah. hoyer because he has nasty stuff he's also coming off you know the what is it the tommy john so it, they might ease him in in the, in the bullpen and but then, every, everyone has tommy john now like a lot of there, there oh yeah stories about, like people having it like in high school just to make sure that they had it already right like, yes just elective surgery type shit yeah yeah so but again that kid's a stud he's got nasty nasty stuff he reminds me of uh cease on how nasty his stuff is he just has to mature into his body and immature and how learning how to pitch rather than being a power pitcher uh you me- you mentioned uh kevin made i'm pretty sure his last name is not made but it's made because he is from the dominican <laughs> and um so he was on the same team as uh as ed howard so he actually played a lot at, at third base but he is they're saying he's a no doubt shortstop so um that's that's who he is yeah so i mean like now you look at ed howard what that's another one is he gonna be a trade chip and stuff like that but he's a big boy he's six two and he's from chicago so um and and if you remember he was uh from the uh the Jackie Robinson West uh, uh, Little League team way back when. So right. uh, there's interesting names sitting here when you look up and down the prospect list. But at the same time, you still have to fill out a major league roster, right? We still don't know who's going to be playing first base for the Cubs right now. No. We still don't know. No. Are you going to try to fit someone in that spot? Or like, what, what, do you, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do at first base, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you sign a veteran for super cheap just to be a placeholder? Because you do have a first baseman coming up pretty soon. Is you ready? I don't know. I mean, Matt Mervis is a while away. Is is your bot okay? So he's a while away. So I mean, uh, I mean, do you sign? You know, uh, who's who's this guy? Who was it? The uh, DH I kept looking at that. You know, people were like, oh, yeah, you should sign him. The White Sox should sign him. I'm like, no, we're good on DHs. Uh, he played for. Uh, oh, there, there, that's his name, Nelson Cruz. So yeah, you talking about Nelson Cruz? I mean, look that that dude. Like the reason his name is Cruz is because he came on the first cruise from wherever the hell he came from <laughs> in the first place, right? The first ever one, right? Where he got a paddle and shit. Like that that dude, I'm pretty sure was on the 27 Yankees. Like that's how long he's been around. <laughs> Damn, way to burn the man, Jesus! I'm just saying, like he's he's he is forever old. Like you ever heard of Forever Young? He is. For- Forever old, like he's been old since since Jam- Sam Jackson was young. Like that's how old he is. <laughs> so, do you got uh, who do you sign? I mean, everybody that's a first baseman unless, is old. Unless, well, I mean, unless you're gonna sit there and trot Alfonso Rivas out there and feel good about that, which I can't imagine that you will. You know, or PJ Higgins, like the, the guy that the the five ten guy that you know took a chance last year. He's a natural catcher, but I mean, there is no one on this roster. 
there's no one on this roster that can play first. I'm just going through the whole thing. There's no one on this roster, period. The whole outfield, the whole outfield is, is this is crazy. Left field, you got Ian Happ, right? Center, you got uh, Velasquez and Morel, and right, you got Saya. Okay, Velasquez is going to be your floating oh, outfielder right now. Well, Bellinger plays first. Oh, does he really? Yeah, he plays first. There's your well, first baseman right there. Okay, well, then they get so, the And he's a lefty. And he's now, a lefty. Now, now, here's the interesting thing. The Cubs' current rotation there we is go. Marcus Stroman, Javier Assad, who came up, what, like the last game of the season last year, mm-hmm. and Adrian Sampson. That's their entire rotation right now. The Hendricks. And Hendricks. But who was, I think he was hurt, so they, I don't think they have him on the 40. It's uh, crazy, this team. This yeah. Team. I mean, is Justin Steele on there or no? Uh, let me see who you got. You got he came uh, up, he comes think, up there. So that's your four. That's your. Uh, you got Adzale who was hurt. That's the problem. Is you got a lot of these guys that are and what they what they are calling their their forty man uh, uh, roster yeah. uh, roster right now. Then you got Miguel Amaya on there, and I think that's just so you can go into your your winter ball and all that stuff to play with. They got the they got the guy they got from what is it the Mets uh, Miles Master uh, Master Brainer what Masturbator yeah, Master no. Mastro Bro- Broly sure. <laughs> yeah, I got that guy, and uh, yeah. So I mean, like these are a lot of guys that you're not gonna remember in, in a couple of years. That's that's the problem. It's like unless they like just snap and they're amazing, you're, like, you're not gonna hear from most of these guys. Keegan Thompson, Keegan I guess, Thompson. is is a starter. Um, and and I actually like Keegan Thompson. <laughs> he's got a lot of he's got a lot of motherfucker in him. Like, <laughs> like I feel <laughs> like they, like I feel like he's the type of dude that he strikes you out. He's like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the kind of guy you want on your team. I would think you have a four man rotation right now. It's just figuring out. The, yeah. the, the fifth man and you have a lot like you said a lot of guys in there in the, in the 40 man rotation that are are question marks you have uh you know caleb killian you got ryan jensen yeah. uh you're looking at you know we don't know what's going on with kyle hendricks on his last year of his contract Assad came up for a cup of coffee alizé we know what he is already and then again like i said your, your question mark is what they're going to do with cordy hoyer because he was projected to be your starter um at some point but he got hurt um, and, and are they going to ease him in? I don't know where he is at on, on his rehab, but again, you put him at the five and you rotate the five out, in, you know, in and out every other, other week, put a different five out there. I think that he'll bring him along and that way you limit his innings and you save him for, for minimal, uh, meaningful games. So again, I, I think that the Cubs um, are okay with the pitching rotation because they had the best ERA in the second half of the season to end it. So I think they'll be fine. But, but as we both know, pitching can be very fickle. You can be great one year, and the next year you can fucking shit the can and leave it all over the walls. So right now, I, I don't know how to look at this pitching staff. I, I, I have confidence they'll be okay, but you're also going to have uh, a better Brewers team, a better Cardinals team. Yep. Yep. Uh, so you're, you're the facing... Brewer, but, the Brewers and Cardinals, who both have uh, Contreras catchers now, William Contreras was just traded to the Brewers in the deal that brought the uh, A's catcher Sean Murphy over to the to the Braves. So it goes from one A hat to the other A hat, and uh, Braves sent catcher Manny Pena to the Athletics and catcher uh, Contreras to the uh, Brewers. That's what I'm reading here. It's a lot of reading, which is hard. Um, <laughs> anyway, so now both both the fucking Brewers and the Cardinals, the most hated rivals of the Chicago Cubs, have a Contreras on there. So good for them that they're going to be closer, but fuck you both now. I mean, they can all they still live in Chicago. I mean, it's just St. Louis and it's just Milwaukee. It's a short they drive either way. 
they can do that. Both together. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, they can get a tramp you dick, you bastards. Anyway, yeah, so I mean, like, I, I think what's happening right now is that, you know, I think what, what Chicago baseball fans in general just want is a, a Christmas gift. Like, give us something that we can hang our hat on. Give us something that we can brag to our friends about, whether we're a North Sider talking shit to our South Side friends or vice versa. I mean, we want something to brag about on, on Christmas, and we don't want to sit, be sitting there still crying into our hats that we haven't signed anybody because that's where we are at this point. The Cubs need to go ahead and make a splash and get one of the. I think you're you're still going to get people that talk shit about Correa because of everything that went on with the Astros. But I think for the Cubs to start putting asses back in seats, you need to get a high profile guy on the roster and and lock him up for a, a bunch of years, not just the way that the Twins did when they got Correa on that one year deal. I don't know what I, I really don't understand the end game of that. If he was just trying to compete in this shortstop market when he could have just made a shit ton of money on, on whoever you wanted to sign with last year. I don't know if he was maybe waiting out the Cubs, like thinking that he would be able to come here next year. I really don't understand the move, but I feel like he knew what the writing was on the wall with the Astros. He knew that there was a kid that was going to be able to come up right behind him. So he's like, look, I'm going to do whatever I can to go get some money now. Yeah, I, I mean, and you can you can't fault him for that. You're going to get his bag, but at the same time, you know, what do you want? Is it the bag, or do you want the championships? And at the end of the day, the way you're you're going to be remembered is how you did on the field and how many championships you got, and that determines how you get into the Hall of Fame. So right now, I am I hoping the the Correa sides with the Cubs. Yeah, I really do because the Cubs need that fucking that that shot in the ass that that projects them to their their next winning window. Um, that'll be one of their staples in in the infield for a long time and that's what you need that's what that's what we look we look for in our teams right we got tim anderson's been there for a while who's also crying that he might want he might want to leave hey see ya see ya but you we want somebody who wants to be here for a long time on both sides of town and you want somebody who's going to be good uh that, that not going to be a dickhead to, to the fans that's going to do everything they can to represent chicago Absolutely, and I think that's the most important thing on both sides of town. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think overall, really, what it is is that we just want something to hang our head, uh, hang our hat on at the end of the day, and makes make ourselves feel good, whether you're a north sider or the south sider. That's really what we want. And uh, you know, I, I I think there's this thing out there too that both teams are being cheap, and I just don't know if that's true or if they feel like what they have they need the pieces that they need to add to the team to kind of put them over the top especially the white Sox. i feel like maybe they just don't think that that person's there yet maybe they're waiting out till next season i don't i don't know i i i still think that reinsdorf is just not allowing that checkbook to be open but from what we're hearing the north side owner is so where are we missing here like are you still thinking prospects are going to fill in those spots or what but at the end of the day, you got to sign a free agent. You got to sign a high-profile free agent because, you know, that biblical losses you were talking about during the pandemic year, that's going to continue. And pretty soon, Gallagher Way is going to be called something else because they're going to start splitting up that property and have to sell it off to other people. Yeah, I, I think the Cubs, like you said, they, they have the money to spend. They, they've invested it in the community and bought all that stuff out, and they have residual income year-round. So you have money to spend now. And uh, there's no more excuses, right? Uh, they've been told that they're going to spend. And the White Sox, on the other hand, just like the Bulls, they, they go for the middle tier free agents and reclamation projects. And uh, I just don't think, uh, you know, Reinsdorf has always been, you know, a day late and a dollar short when it comes to free agents and signing the best person out there. Hey, well, he's white. He's like, are you at least 35? 
If not, you can't join the White Sox. Does, your, does your Dominican uh, birth certificate say you're 12? All right, you're in. You're in. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think either way, uh, I still feel like by the time New Year comes around, we're still both going to be disappointed with what our teams are doing. Yeah. So it'll be a very long baseball season on both sides of town. And uh, even though we're going to go, I still think it's uh, it's, it's not going to be a pretty sight for Chicago baseball. We might have to take some road trips for that just to make ourselves uh, more satiated about uh, baseball. Sure. That's good. <laughs> not Ohio. Fuck Ohio. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with uh, Stirring the Pot after a word from our sponsors. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice Enrique Calderon. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E Rock and Big Z. Ho, ho, hoes. It's that time again, brother. Uh, you know what time it is. Oh boy. It's time for stirring the pot. All right, man. What you got for us this week, man? All right, bro. So I was out and about uh doing a little shopping. I don't even remember where where did I find these damn things? Uh I don't remember where I found them, but uh but I found them. And uh even though it's uh even though it's the winter time, it's softball season for us all the time. So what I found were these uh these are bacon mac and cheese. <laughs> bacon mac and cheese seeds. Right, I yeah. haven't tried them yet. Okay, but uh, but they looked interesting. I've had a couple of I've had like the uh, taco flavor and all that stuff. And these are the David Jumbo bacon mac and cheese. So and they, I mean they they really kind of sell it here that with the uh, they literally have a picture of mac and cheese with bacon on it, right? Okay, and and I've seen that they have one that they they call hamburger. All it is is the dill flavor. It doesn't taste like hamburger at all. Uh, so for that reason, I'm out on that one. But for the bacon mac and cheese, I haven't tried it yet. Okay. Clearly, I'm interested in it. So, <laughs> yay or nay on if you think that's going to be good or not. Um, You know what? I'm, I'm going to go with a yay. I think it's going to be uh, pretty good. It's going to be salty uh, and it'll have some cheese flavors. So you can't go bad with either one of those flavors. So and for that reason, I am in also because I have David Sunflower Seed shoes and T-shirt and uh, sandals. So I am all in on David. No matter the flavor, <laughs> they, they, there's another brand I think called Bigs that got like gigantic. Some uh, most of the time that I see that it's going to be that dill flavoring, which, like I said, I'm out. But this right here, I mean, like, uh, I'm not going to eat this whole bag in a week. Um, but uh, so there'll be some here. We can talk about it uh, after you try them. 
Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Next week during the party, we'll give those a, a little whirl and see how we do. Um, yeah, we'll I, I'm, I'm excited for next week. I'm super excited for next week. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of people from the 606 Media uh, Group, and uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. We'll take a lot of pictures, and uh, I mean, it's gonna be a lot of shit talking. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of drinking. You know what I mean? Like, and it's and it's a football day too. So I mean, even for our non sports, uh, our non sports show hosts that are gonna come through, it's just gonna be a lot of shit talking. Well, I'm sure we're gonna go through and play some records and uh, and you know drink drink some uh, drink some drinks. So this should be a good time. I, I do want to uh, see if we can prevent uh, maybe uh, uh, Stephen from bringing Taco Bell. <laughs> Just curb that shit now, bro. Isn't he part Mexican? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Okay, I mean, like, you gonna tell me that you couldn't find a taco idea, like a real, like, just go get a pet? You know what I mean? Like, hey, put in the order now. Bring the real tacos. Like you, you ordered ahead at Taco Bell. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there, man. Like you got once, once this is released, you got a couple of days to kind of, you know, figure those things out in your head. Especially like even coming this way, there's so many joints that have tacos. Yeah. I don't know what he did with those 20 tacos he bought at Taco Bell, but uh, I'm just sorry for his toilet and his toilet seat, his cushiony toilet seat that he keeps bragging about. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know what happened to those tacos. I don't want to know because I don't eat those beef tacos. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for all the food we're going to have. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm still deciding what I'm going to make. I'm going to probably just make something simple, uh, but I might just be, do a big ass uh, thing of uh, like, pasta because we haven't made like like baked masticholi with italian sausage and all that shit we haven't done that in a long time a oh. long time that used to be like a staple and okay. we have, I, I stopped eating pasta like that right right because you were in keto for a while so I'm, yeah i'm down for it bro yeah. the the pasta and the rice and all that i haven't done it so that'll be exciting we'll have a lot of fun a lot of drinks and uh you know we'll, we'll have our like i said our recreational uh, uh tree will be there so that'll be a good time and see yes. what i remember <laughs> <laughs> all right man before we go what you looking at whatever you been watching that isn't sports uh really I've, I've been out so much that i haven't been really watching much uh i usually put uh while i'm working or doing some chores around the house i i still have smallville on i'm on the last season season 10 of smallville halfway through it he's about to become superman so it's it's kind of exciting to see all those things and a lot of guest stars pam greer was on there uh you had a couple of stars from lois and clark on there there's a lot of uh, cameos from different stars from uh different shows and different movies so it's it's been nostalgic but the one thing that i was super excited to watch was the new iteration of Pinocchio by Guillermo del Toro. Pinocchio. Yeah, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Uh, so it's it, so far, I'm, I'm about 45 minutes into it, and I am really digging it because it gives you a nice origin story of why he made the uh, wooden puppet. Uh, so that's where I'm at right now. Uh, and I don't want to give it away because it's a brand new movie, uh, uh, the origin story. But uh, it's so far, why, why so are you good. Only have, why are you only like 43 minutes into it? Because I fell asleep last night. I pulled a netty. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it was, it was late uh, at night. That's amazing. Who do, you, who do you think you are? Me? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you can't do that shit. Yeah, man. It was definitely oh a long God, weekend. Man. What are you watching, man? Yes. So we were gonna be we were gonna watch Pinocchio. We haven't watched it yet because uh, uh, I didn't uh, I didn't want to watch it without my eldest and uh, the baby's like I want to watch that. And I'm like, come. Yeah. Uh, but I've seen a. I actually was going a little bit deep on the Netflix because I realized why I don't really watch Hulu 
uh, in the basement, he, it, it tends to freeze. Yeah, it tends to so that that app for whatever reason, like it'll be halfway through a scene and all of a sudden it just freezes on something. It gives you like the audio is fine, but for some reason the video just kind of cuts out. So that's that's the reason I keep I, I tried the other day to catch up with Abbott uh, Elementary, but it kept freezing on me. So yeah. Yeah. what else you been watching? Um, I also watched uh, the Sebastian Maniscalco, that guy, uh, his new special. Have you? I know you're familiar with him. How, how do you like his his comedy? I, I think it's it's good. It's not something that like oh, I'm gonna stop and I have to watch it. It's not a you know David Chappelle, but I think he, he's good. Um, I've seen him a long time ago when he wasn't famous. Um, so to see his growth and now having these specials, I think it's pretty awesome. And the fact that he's getting multiple specials, that means he's doing something right. I mean, he's he's doing he's doing enough right. I mean, like I, you know me, I'm like a, a comedy junkie. Like I, I read a lot about comedy. I, I listen to a lot of comedy. He doesn't really do it for me, man. I feel like he's just like, hey, look at me and my hands. And I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. And it's just like it's very like, I don't know. He's he's kind of very stereotypical and like like mildly racist, but not like in a funny way. He's like, hey, look at this. You know what I mean? I'm like, calm down. Like Tony Soprano over here. Like, <laughs> we get it, man. Like that's your whole fucking thing. Like that's all you do is just talk like a Soprano uh, character for like you know an hour and a half, and it doesn't do a lot for me. So I, I literally about 15 minutes in, I just kind of like started playing poker on my play. I was like, maybe he'll say something funny. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just hoping and praying. Um, a couple more things. I watched this show called Snack versus Chef. There are chefs that compete to uh, make a uh, homemade version of popular snacks. Uh, they did one on Hot Cheetos, which they all failed miserably at. Uh, they did, um, or I think they did like Oreo cookies, um, which that, that was interesting because it's a specific cookie and a specific cream um what there was there was a couple other ones that they did but they were like really hard they did uh snickers oh, snickers wow. like so they had to figure out oh no no twix is what it was so they had to figure out literally how to make these candies and, and all these uh different snacks you get out of the vending machine and pringles was the other one. Oh wow so imagine literally trying to have to figure out how to make that thing and then make the pringles stackable make make the Kit Kat bar that you can break it apart and share it with your friends you know what i mean make that that was uh that was really interesting interesting to see people actually attempt that and uh the other thing i i don't know did we ever watch uh, we, did we talk about el rey on uh <laughs> on uh, netflix I, I think we might have uh, mentioned it that i wanted to watch it but yeah. i just still haven't seen it i know it's a very long series it's fucking terrible Why it's is terrible it? i'm just gonna save you the time it's terrible it's so choppy it just jumps on uh, jumps around speaking of jump around i finally got around to watching cobra kai literally today like that's what i did today uh so yeah i mean i, I caught up with that final season with uh, crease in prison and silver running things and everyone everyone being psychotic and everything looking like a fucking like you know something out of the matrix the, the dojo like what is happening right now so yeah that, i thought it was uh i thought it was pretty good i know i'm a little late to the party but uh, what did you think about that i think cobra kai i mean it is what it is you're, you're looking for a cheesy rom-com uh you know throwback to the 80s and you know they, they give you a little nostalgia but at the same time try to make it modern times and you know the, the first couple of seasons made you look at the perspective of uh of Danny LaRusso looking at more like a villain uh and and changing that dynamic on how you look at things and now it's just like you know oh there's love here and there's uh there's you know little kid lovey-dovey and then you got uh, this other romantic thing and there's marriage problems here I just like 
it sounds like all American at this point. Uh, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. My, my favorite part is where they're like, you know, this is going to be a decision that affects every kid in the valley. I'm like, how many kids are getting bullied with karate gangs? Like, I'm very confused about what's happening right now. I've never seen a they're karate like, gang. Defend your honor. I'm like, like, no, man. I'm gonna go play Xbox. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, right. like fight me in like street fighter or something like what are you what are you doing like beat me at some weird game in minecraft like what the fuck this shit is so it, it is it's entertaining enough uh but it is super fucking corny and uh compared to all american was uh was a pretty good one i like i like that i know exactly <laughs> yeah where you come from with that bullshit right very cw <laughs> it's almost a, it's like an almost sports show yeah, check out their dating like uh, yeah, yeah 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 this is exactly what it is all right man it is time to go it's time it's time ladies and gentlemen we are going to continue our preparations for our holiday party coming up next weekend uh if if you don't hear from me i just want to say a merry christmas and a happy new year to each and every one of you out there uh don't forget to go get your shirts don't forget to uh say hello to your friends and family you haven't seen in a while and spread the love and thank you so much for listening a big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. Go and get your gifts for yourself and every one of your friends and family so they have a Merry Christmas and they know where to listen to us knuckleheads speak on what we speak. Don't forget to use that promo code, like I said, TrueFan15 at checkout and get your shirts right now. Right now. Check out. Don't forget to check out the rest of the 606 Media lineup. The newest show in the 606 family is No Water on the Weekend with Stephen and Sean, a pop culture forward podcast that dabbles in funny trivia, film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episodes are available on Mondays. And the Bulls are back, baby. That's right. The NBA is back in action. 606 Media, True Chicago Sportsmans, and Shy Native Entertainment present All Net. Make sure to check out All Net with Mike Logic and Ideal after every Bulls game for breakdown and analysis. And speaking of Mike Logic dropping on Friday, December 16th, Chips by Mike Logic and Joey Childs, produced by Max Julian. It's the first official single for Mike and Joey's upcoming EP, Too Much Text, Volume 1. Let me tell you, uh, th what they're out there doing right now as a collab is super dope because you're seeing two different styles come together and make new music, and you know I'm always about that. So make sure you go check out that new single Friday, December 16th, Chips by Mike Logic and Joey Childs, produced by Max Julian. The Shine Native Radio Podcast is now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. And don't forget, you can support, uh, submit your music to them. And if they like it, they will play it on the air. Go to idealraps.com and get all their info and go check them out. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Series Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Uh, shout out to Custom Made. He made an album that was, um, um, there is SoundCloud. I think it's SoundCloud, one of these sites. They put him as one of the rap artists of the year. So check him out. And then their group, they do dope shit over there. Custom Made, Custom Made. Go check them out right now. And don't forget to check out PanicOnTheBeat.com to go get all your Moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. And reach out to us on our 
email we want to hear from you reach us at true chicago sports fans at gmail.com real quick z have you done your christmas shopping yet hell no <laughs> when do you shop man uh the like as soon as i get into break like after i'm done with uh, school that's i usually spend two three days and shop for everybody those, those couple of days so usually like the week before thanksgiving uh, thanksgiving uh christmas you yeah, you're done yeah uh, no okay no I've, I've made one purchase so far um usually kim is the one that does all the shopping for the kids and you know whatever santa's gonna bring so i can't wait to to learn what the kids got this year <laughs> <laughs> way to go santa hey you know look if you got a beard and a belly you got the job all right ladies and gentlemen for big z this is e-rock we'll see you next time for one two three until then be good to each other for the love of sports oh a few moments later you have a lot of incest that's real shut your mouth lover boy nature versus nurture lodge nature always wins i think he's on steroids Hasta luego, amigos! That's all! Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichokes. We'll eat that poppers.